0: Welcome. It's Mike and Olson on the Too Good for Radio podcast.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to start it. Well, you, <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I always mon- monopolize no, no, that. I'm no, sorry. No, it's I'm not sorry. A, what, are
0: you so, what are you sorry for?
1: I monopolized the opening. That no, yeah, was no, much better.
0: Monopolize? For God's sake, stop apologizing for shit you didn't do.
1: That's my mo. Welcome in, everybody. God. I'm sorry if this is already annoying to you. That's uh, that's going to be on me. I
0: feel bad because you're doing all the heavy work. I just sit here like a lump. No, you you have all
1: the good lines. Oh, brain, and everything, really? no. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you do so. Welcome in, hi, the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. I am Mike Winmacher, That Johnny of course, Olson. Johnny yeah. Molson. So uh, we begin today's edition of the podcast. Throughout the years, we've always talked about bad nude, right? There's good nude and there's bad nude, and the good nude is very limited. Yeah, right. there, There's a lot of bad nude in the world. I think Seinfeld established the, yes, yes. the baseline so, there. So uh, I would take you Dateline, France, Lyon, France, where there is a nude beach. And a situation, pardon the pun, arose okay. where an individual was acting a fool on this nude beach. So one of the nudists kind of took the justice into his own hands. All right. I'm going to lay out the story for you. So, this 46 year old guy shows up at the nude beach. Okay? Onlookers reported that this individual, who was not apparently a regular on the nudist beach, had been a nuisance earlier in the morning when he masturbated into the water in front of the sunbathers. Oh, no. That's probably, that's probably something that is frowned upon in the community, well, right? Yeah. That's not something you just start doing. at the. That's not an invitation. Just because the beach is nude is not an invitation for you to have some fun and whip up a batch of thunder.
0: By, de- <laughs> by <laughs> definition, it's a solo event. There should not be other participants. Correct. That's, I think you're right. Yes. You, if you look at the dictionary
1: definition of what that person was doing, that's something you do in yeah. private. So that's what happened earlier in the day. So you would think that once that happened someone would be like, "Hey buddy, take your take your private activity and and, and right. go home and do that." Not you know, gonna, not gonna and by the, the ocean and fill it back right, up again. Exactly. And by the way, some poor fish yeah. or whatever it is, some starfish or whatever it may be just kind of swimming around enjoying a day, you know, out at the beach, all of a sudden that happens. Yeah. They didn't ask for that. Right. Well, I
0: have a plastic bottle fall on my
1: head. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather you know I'd rather the six pack right. holder come and kind of choke me and get my look, neck caught in right there exactly than have to deal with that. that yeah so that wasn't enough apparently <clears throat> the guy sticks around and was then had another incident pop up and was no trying kidding. to take care of business the second time right so he's already done it once and now he's on land first of all first of all if he was in the water now he's on land around some females just going hey. How you doing? I love this nude beach. This is
0: interesting to me because I've always – you have to wonder on nude beaches. I think nude beaches, everyone is kind of on the same page and you're just nude and it's not a sexual thing. No, But it seems like there's always that opportunity for someone to go, wow, I'm all cranked up here. Uh, (laughs) True. And and, and, and what do you do? You can't hide it. Not as a man. No. As a man, man, you can't hide it. So I think he's thinking – the only the only way to, to relieve the tension deflate
1: this is the situation. <laughs> By the way, that's a new Urban Dictionary
0: term. Yeah. Deflate the situation. <laughs> like, Excuse me,
1: pardon me. I gotta go deflate the situation. S- step into the bathroom for a second here and deflate <laughs> yeah. the situation. I apologize uh, profusely, yeah. but uh, a situation arose and needs deflating now.
0: Uh, and I bet that's what he's thinking. He says, "Well, if I can, just, if I can just do
1: this real quick, and then, uh, and is then, he really then, then though? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Well, he doesn't have to think about it anymore because uh-huh. after the second incident, a 75-year-old nudist who's a regular there. Goes to his car, takes his registered hunting pistol, and shoots the man dead. Oh my god! Uh, because apparently an argument broke out, and yeah. the the guy's like, "Hey, you can't unload your chamber, but I can unload Try mine." It. It's the last time you'll be firing one off, right? <laughs> in public, you should never be doing that. Uh, There's an altercation between a man and a woman, and another individual got involved. No kidding. Police on bicycles. How do you know there was a gun in the car? Police on bicycles who regularly patrol the area. Well, where the incident took place, heard three shots and responded to the scene. They tried to revive the exhibitionist, but were unable to save him. And now the elderly nudist, whose name has yeah. been uh, withheld by uh, the authorities because of accordance of French privacy law, has now been accused of deliberate homicide, but may escape prison time if convicted because he's 75 years old and because of his age. I hope when the police arrived, they said
0: no. This this is a very realistic uh, reaction to the situation. Yes, yes, you should be. If the man is out there in the water masturbating, you should shoot him in the head. That,
1: that, is, that is that is the French law. That's how that we is, do. Is, you were just defending yourself. Exactly. This, is, this, is, this it, makes sense to me. If he's coming to nude beach and play oh, with wee wee, then he go boom boom. No, 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 no wee wee play. With okay, the boom as boom. You were.
0: Please don't shoot anybody else. But that was understandable.
1: Let me ask you this: If he was already in that situation, how do you know rig Morris sets in? <laughs> I just have questions. I just have questions. Wait, does that happen? I don't know, does it? I mean that's played for jokes. I never thought about that. I mean everything stiffens up when you're dead, right? No, that can't happen, right? I don't I don't think so. Not I mean like the that. Blood, Not like no, the blood oh, flow, sorry. but but I think if you were in the midst of it, mm. I think it probably would Stayed that? I don't know sure. for certain.
0: Yeah, like when you see a raccoon by the side of the road, and it's all its all it, like it, yeah, it's right, still exactly. in the same position it was when the right. car hit it. So
1: if that guy was in there, <laughs> in that position, if he had been fondling it, then boom, boom, yes. I don't know. So we'll see yes. what happens. Do not make sandcastles like that. So that is... Uh, <laughs> Some sand angels do not do not go face down. Sand angels It'd be a little bit weird indentation in that particular situation. So yes, let it be a lesson to everyone. If you go to a nude beach, don't deflate the situation in public. Uh, just handle your business, but not your business, if that makes any sense. Speaking of business, we take you to Facebook Marketplace. Ooh, that's you always know, interesting. It, yeah, and you
0: know it's usually like a card table or right an know, one, of the, one of those armoire, old, one of those old. Tube TVs that nobody wants anymore <laughs>
1: you know if you just by pick the way up. if you if uh, you want a tube TV, I have one Do
0: you? Uh, yeah that you can have free of charge yeah that's usually you put it on facebook marketplace yeah, or uh, for you could also get a two thousand and six gulfstream g four jet on on marketplace on Facebook marketplace previously owned by Larry Flint.
1: For $18,000. That seems actually economical. But it also seems like you'd have to pay a lot of money for it to be deep cleaned. Uh, Where where would I find this? Is this out of the St. Louis area? Where is this This, out of? This is in
0: Florida. Okay. Um, And uh, the guy who's selling it, Ozzy Saez. Listed it on Facebook Marketplace. Uh, the original price, $35 million. You can get it for a mere 18000 right now. I'm assuming it's not running
1: anymore. It, it just kind of rolls around. It
0: is missing its Rolls-Royce engines, the wings, landing gear, windshield, and the custom interiors. But it's the black fuselage. It's black Okay. with gold letters on there that says Hustler. Hustler. And one of the last ones that apparently uh, Larry Flint owned, I guess he owned about five of them, he said the uh, the jet could still be flight ready. Uh, but, but, but you need to get wings, a motor, wings. and interior. Is that yeah. what also is gone? Uh, regular operation and maintenance on a private jet can run hundreds of thousands of dollars. And so a lot of times they're just sold for parts and you actually make more money that way.
1: So someone had already done that before yeah. this guy got a hold of it. But if you want a... Basically, just a long – The fuselage. Yeah, yeah the fuselage thing. that says Hustler on the side for $18,000. It could be yours. Um, he,
0: uh, normally, he would, he would cut this thing up and just and sell the parts, but he said this one is uh, because of the novelty. So what's left of the fuselage will be cut in two. He has already sold the first 26 feet of it, including the flight deck. To a buyer who plans to create some sort of moving display, the remaining 64 feet is still up for grabs. Here's what he says. So the front end with the cockpit
1: has been already... Watch your mouth. (laughs) So the Hustler cockpit is sold, but the back end is open. (laughs) Right. Okay. Um... He Seems "It makes sense. In
0: recent years, he's seen an uptick of people wanting old planes to use as habitable space. He sold fuselages to an Airbnb operator who wanted the hull for guests and a guy who turned one into his pool house. Okay. He said the thing is made of aluminum or titanium, so it's more durable than anything you could build on the ground. All right. Uh, and if you do the math, $18,000. Pretty good. Uh, it, it, makes, it makes good sense. Uh, they point out that... And everyone always assumes, oh, it's 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 a hustler plane, so it must have been, you know, they must have been filming porn on there, or something going on in there. But or deflating situations. The they said in, a, in an article back in 1998, to the surprise of many, Flint's aircraft are not party aircraft. It's on, the only women on there are company execs uh, and Larry's fiance. The article did note that the jet was stocked stocked with copies of Hustler that were handed out. To air traffic controllers, whenever they landed, <laughs> they would say, "Hey,
1: look, it's the hustler hey. plane." It's like, ah, take a hustler. <laughs> hey, here's Here, here's a hustler. You want you a so. hustler? Hey, take one that? home for the kids. There Do you, you go. want that though in your air traffic control area? Right. Do you want the guy landed the plane also to be looking at somebody else's landing strip? <laughs> <laughs> Is what I'm asking. Yeah. I just ask the questions, yeah. folks.
0: Uh, yeah. Um. He said uh, if he can't sell for what's left, uh, he plans to cut it up for other uses. If he uh, makes furniture, he'll attach the plate to each piece, saying that it came from Larry Flint's plane. Uh, And if you want pieces and parts of it, you can go to aerosalvagedesign.com for a hunk of Larry's fuselage.
1: (laughs) Now watch your mouth. (laughs) Moving on to um – let me introduce you to Katerina Orduña-Perez, mm-hmm. 99 years old, from Mexico. And she had an interesting last request to her family. So here's here's what she wanted. Uh, she wanted to break the paradigm of everything Mexican, according to her grandson, Alvaro Mota-Lamon. Um she, she wanted to do that where things are sometimes hidden because of not having an open mind. She was always very avant-garde, very forward thinking about things. So you may ask, what exactly did she want for her final final resting place? Apparently, what she wanted was a giant statue of a penis on top of her grave. Oh, yeah, sure, right. Yeah. Her family unveiled the completed monument, a five and a half- foot tall penis. With balls weighing nearly 600 pounds, mounted on her tomb at a cemetery in Mexico this past weekend. Was she married to the guy on the French beach? I, I just want to
0: remember him as he was the day he died.
1: Well, no, because apparently she had a particular affinity for penises and what, they, what she believed they represented. Oh, affinity. Yeah. Uh, she always said in the Mexican sense that we were vergas, according to her grandson. Now, there are a few words in Mexican slang as dynamic as verga, which can be translated as penis in English. Uh, also, it can be a brutal insult. It can mean you're not worth a crap. Or it can be a compliment, like a badge of honor, like it's very cool or badass. Mm, okay. All right? So that's what she said that her family was. And she herself was like, hey, I'm outside the norm. I'm badass. I'm virga. So as she's getting kind of older... Over the years, she had told her family uh, and people around the town that she lived that when she died, she wanted her tomb adorned with a penis. The grandson thought it was just the grandma being the grandma, but before her death, he asked her about the longstanding request. And she told me that was her desire so that no one would forget her and that everything we loved about her would be remembered more easily. So she passes away.
0: Isn't there a recipe she can leave behind? A nice, a nice, <laughs> not a pie-ella? giant five
1: foot dong yeah. with some balls on top of her tombstone. Yeah. So, as once her death in uh, January 10, uh, 20th, 2021, the family then like talked it over like, did grandma, did great grandma really, you know, she was respected right. in the community. Like, apparently, all the people who wanted to be voted for office came to her because she had done so much for the community, and everything else. And so they said, you know what? Let's do it. So they put the process in motion. And so they called a guy in town who builds plastic products like water tanks and children's play sets. So they call him up and be like, hey, you know, remember grandma, blah, 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 yeah. whatever. Well, we need a giant penis to put on top of a grave. He, he, the guy who runs that place says, "I um, first I thought it was a joke. Because it's not very common to see these kind of sculptures or monuments, and even less so in the memory of someone who's deceased. Right,
0: yeah, right. I think we can all agree on all of this.
1: So after he said several times, no, they're serious about it, it took now it took nearly a month and a team of 12 people, including a carpenter, a sander, a sculptor, and a carver to build the statue. Mm-hmm. They got particularly delayed on the ball sack, though, when the first attempt was quote-unquote disfigured, and they had to start the process all over again. Yeah. Because of this figure have, have they
0: seen them lately? I mean normally they're all kind of weird looking anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, they are. So uh, basically they said, why well, it's the strangest thing he's ever built, he said uh, Did they have
0: to make it realistic? I mean couldn't they,
1: they have it so Oh yeah. I mean it, it it's pink in color. It's oh. sitting on top of her it's sitting on top of her grave, this big five foot dong with balls, six hundred pound testes there. I learned a new expression uh, listening to John
0: Cleese's book on tape. Um, when he was going to um, uh, primary school mm-hmm. uh, he was taunted by the kids being asked are you roundhead or cavalier How of how, what, what they were asking was are you circumcised or oh
1: roundhead or cavalier
0: <laughs> I like that that's very classy so is this roundhead or cavalier do we know how uh, realistic
1: are we uh, I would say uh, would cavalier be I, fully I, circumcised I, 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 well yeah I would yeah, think so yeah, yeah. yeah so it's cavalier okay Yeah, so uh, the photos of the grave quickly circulated to social media. Why wouldn't it? And the local media storm around the Dick statue has also led to some interesting new requests for the business of the guy who made it. Uh, Now, somebody wants a dump truck made for their particular. Because he was a dump truck driver, and is she so. buried,
0: is she buried in a regular cemetery. Yeah,
1: yeah, but not everyone That's is not happy. Fair to the other. Dead not people. everyone is happy about the penis statue. Uh, he says, of every ten people, I think around seven see the statue positively, and if they don't see it as a good thing, they at least respect the the grandma's wishes. There's others who, in their conservative values, are very close-minded, very square, who see it poorly. The grandson said the family had discussed the backlash when planning the statue and prepared for the onslaught of criticism. After all, the family is made up of Vargas. Boy, this sounds,
0: <laughs> this sounds like Grandma started to lose it late in age and just became like one of those dirty old women.
1: Well, she had an affinity for penises, well, through, apparently, so. throughout, her, throughout her life. life. Like It's not something she just happened upon. She wanted the giant dong statue, yeah. and there it sits. I mean, she's, she wanted to be always remembered. And will she not always be remembered now because of the giant Dong statue? Yes, she will always be remembered. Yeah. Yeah, that's quite the monument
0: there. Right. I don't it's know. It's really if... unfair to everybody else who's dead in that cemetery.
1: Yeah, because it's, Cause now, it, cause it, it's, it, it's look, now the look, Dong
0: Cemetery, it right? Is, and it's going to be a place where you go take selfies and, yeah. Imagine being the person next to her. are People are going to be doing that thing where they take their picture far away and it looks like they're holding it up. Oh, like, they yeah, yeah, with, right. like they do with the Tower of Pisa. Well, it's a,
1: it, it, it's a, it's it's standing up and it. down. It's not going side to so side. I, I know. I so know. they're going to there, be
0: there's going to there's going to be something. It's going to be ridiculous. There's going to
1: be people like Absolutely you be know, stupid. I want to go see it.
0: <laughs> let's take
1: a field yeah. trip and we'll document <laughs> it. We a, talk
0: about it. I want to go see it.
1: Yeah, exactly. On the gram. Also, throughout the years, Johnny, as people have known, we have an affinity for monkey stories. Yeah. And since July eighth, over in Japan. There has been a string of more than 60 people being attacked by monkeys in Oguri, Japan. That works out to an average of just under three victims a day. Wow. What's more, these attacks aren't just like out in the forest. The monkeys, the planet of the apes is beginning, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. The battle has begun because humans, uh, basically, it's the exact opposite situation. Many of the attacks are taking place inside people's homes. In the first incident... A monkey managed to make its way through a family's screen door and attacked their 11-month-old baby who was taking a nap, leaving a bite and scratch wounds on the child's legs. Other incidents included a woman in her 30s who was attacked in the evening by a monkey while on the second floor balcony of her home, suffering injuries to her arm. Just think about that for a moment. A long day at work, you come home, you're on your balcony, just hanging out, and all of a sudden, monkey attack. (laughs) A man in his 70s who was attacked while sleeping in the pre-dawn hours when a monkey came in through an open third floor window of his home and bit him on both legs. Gee, so the weird. guy's just sleeping, trying to get a nice little breeze going through. Monkey's like, no, 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 man. And then a woman in her 70s who was attacked in the morning when a monkey came through an open front door, biting her on the feet and hands. Boy, they really just go for the extremities. Yeah, They're just biting the legs, biting the hands, doing everything else. And in my
0: mind, it's not like they're just bursting through the door, but I think they're walking up and they they have a little lock pick, and they I think that's what and they just like open it up slowly, be like
1: so yeah, and they do that thing like remember uh, that time you didn't give over that banana, huh? <laughs> I gave you that look, I gave you a chance. Right. I told you there'll be repercussions if I don't get fed, and now I'm coming back to collect yeah, they sneak in in formation, they have hand signals I see two oh, over there. I, yes, I want them to be like that yeah. like hold. Hold, yeah. like they put the fist, the monkey fist up and like, hold, two over that way, you, you decide, I'm going to go, way. and then attack. You go in the front door, open the window, Okay, we come when in. I, when I say, ooh, ooh, ah, ah, uh, <laughs> that's when we go. And not until I say, right. ooh, ooh, ah, ah. Uh. I may say, ooh, ah, <laughs> but not until I say, ooh, ooh, ah, ah. Uh. That's the code word. We're listening for, ooh, ooh, ah, ah. Uh. Say it back to me. Say it back to me so I know you understand. <laughs> Ooh, ooh, uh, uh yes that's it is uh, in response local police have been performing monkey patrols and traps from a place can you imagine you go in- monkey patrol <laughs> any monkeys in there all right as you were do <laughs> you imagine going into Ding work no, that day control. so uh, Bob you're on narcotics duty uh, Jeff you you got the gang unit mm-hmm. and uh, Wally you're on monkey patrol
0: yay <laughs> monkey I got monkey patrol today yay.
1: <laughs> Um, they say, unfortunately, the monkeys seem to have little interest in the traps bait, making it unclear what their motives are in venturing into town. Although one monkey was shot with a tranquilizer gun and captured on Tuesday, Mm -hmm. attacks continue the very next day. So it appears that there are at least the two that have been targeting the town residents. Thankfully, all the attacks have been carried out by a single animal. And the current theory is that the monkeys aren't uh, currently part of a, any larger troop. Really, it's a serial monkey attack. It's a, a rant, it's just one rando, no kidding. it's one rando monkey trying to assert dominance. Being now, like, "How will show you?" In the article that you read, does it does it say what to do if a monkey attacks? Uh, it does okay. not. It so, says, as you may have noticed, many attacks of all monkeys coming in through open doors and windows or those with just a screen partition. Japan is always hot in the summer, particularly so this year. However, many Japanese people have an aversion to running their air conditions for extended periods of time, especially while sleeping. That attitude is especially common among older generations whose first instances to crack a window before turning on the A.C. But the city yeah. is urging people to keep their doors and windows closed until the attacks subside. Uh, the advice they're giving out in Japan,
0: if you are confronted by a monkey, and we want to – this podcast is worldwide. Yes, it is. Uh, so if you're a, a, listening over there, we appreciate you. Anybody listening at any time could be attacked by a monkey. The advice is do not look the monkey in the eye.
1: No, that, I, I
0: know that for, for a fact. Make yourself look as big as possible. Spread open your uh, coat and then back away as quietly as possible without making any sudden moves.
1: Okay, don't look it in the eye. Open yeah. your co- uh, coat like you're a weird flasher yeah and then kind of slowly, slowly back away and, and,
0: and keep quiet about it.
1: yes don't want don't want to ooh, ooh, ah, ah. no no that's don't the, that's the key that's the that's the word that they're gonna strike and and hit you. so you don't want to be doing that
0: also in the Pacific uh, in the Philippines, uh, there is a lawmaker, and I think we need to figure out what is going on with Arnulfo Tevez Arnulfo Arnulfo Ar, Arnie Tevez. <laughs>
1: okay, go by Arnie
0: Tevez is, uh, as a representative in the Philippines. Hey, is the Philippines one of those countries that's kind of ours but not ours?
1: I don't think the Philippines. Not is. the Philippines. No, I, it's, I can't keep like Guam and I don't know. What, Guam is I think ours. Puerto Rico is kind of Puerto ours. Rico Rico, kind of ours. Philippines? The Amer- anyway, yeah. I don't know if Costa Rica is. I don't. I don't think the Philippines is though.
0: They've um, uh, this guy has introduced a bill wanting to declare ghosting as a form of emotional abuse and criminal offense.
1: Boy, this this guy must have had someone ghost him. It seems like now 100. ghosting is awful to do. I would agree with that, but not illegal. Because some people just don't. There's some people who don't like conflict, right? Yeah. And if you if you just Try to bring up that conversation of the it's not me, it's you, and then there's all that that goes into it. So they make it easier just to be a real a-hole and just ghost somebody.
0: In the age of social media, this is the uh, the house bill that he has introduced. In the age of social media, in today's world, the realm of dating has changed exponentially compared to previous years. Now, couples primarily communicate using their cellular phones uh, <laughs> and in turn use cellular how I used- phones <laughs> as an avenue for meeting Thanks, and Arnie. dating. Yeah. Uh, Arnie is a time traveler from 1998. Ghosting is a form of spite that develops feelings of rejection and neglect. Ghosting has adverse effects on the mental state of the one being ghosted, and his or her emotional Mm. state is still adversely uh, affected, as he or she will be constantly thinking of the welfare of the unexplained reasons for the one who ghosted.
1: Wow, there's a lot of legalese in there, Mm. a lot of words. I understand being upset by being ghosted. It's not the greatest thing in the world, but can't you play it up for sympathy, though, too? Like, the son of a bitch just ghosted me. Yeah. You know, like, in your circle of friends, like, in the relationship. I, anybody who ghosts someone immediately becomes a total a-hole, right? In the eyes of most people? <sighs> uh,
0: maybe. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think sometimes... If you
1: go, if, if if you get ghosted or if you ghosted somebody and just, like, cut off all communications, I think a lot of people will judge you as an a-hole. It's like, like, face the problem head on and be like, hey, I don't want to be with you anymore. Instead of just stop talking. Yeah,
0: unless... I mean, I don't know if you're on a date with Arnie and he just he just won't let up. You know, he just he just is a persistent and always calling. And how are That's you? True. I'm thinking about you. That's uh, true. You're right. There is there is over. More than beautiful. You know, that text that you, oh. that you send out and then what? she probably just went, you know what, Arnie, we just can't do this anymore.
1: What's right? your ma- what's your maximum amount of unanswered texts? From someone oh. before you cut it off and be like, nope, not gonna not gonna move any f- more forward with this particular individual, I think three, yeah, yeah, I, I think you're about right, three to f- five if you're really patient, yeah, three if you're not, because a, a friend of ours, my wife and I she was she had kind of gone out with this guy and she was at a bear's game, it was when, a bear's game, like when a weather thing kind of flew through, mm-hmm. and they had to evacuate the stadium for a moment, like everyone had to go. So this guy had texted her like six times within like three hours. Like, why aren't you texting me? And she's like, yep, nope, not going to happen anymore. I'm talking like three, three texts over three days at the, at the very least. Yeah. they can. So I understand
0: ghosting yeah. that particular individual. Um, the, uh, the bill goes on uh, to say, uh, uh, be it enacted by the Senate and House of Representatives of the Philippines, uh, this act shall be known as an act of declaring ghosting as an emotional offense act.
1: Come Arnie, come Arnie. on, Arnie, Arnie, you don't write really great bills.
0: Um, but the, but the bill does not say what's the punishment. What then? the punishment is, uh, just that it's that it's it's going to be you know categorized as emotional abuse if you ghost someone, uh, and then they na- call him the at- Arnie
1: and they call the attack monkey yeah. if you ghost somebody.
0: Then the monkey gets its retribution. It's like this is this is a bill written for one person, and it's Arnie. It's Arnie Tavaeus. It's
1: Arnie, it's Arnie Tavaeus' bill, yeah. and I'm not, I'm not behind it. Yeah. I think Arnie is a pain in the ass. And There's he, a reason why Arnie's alone, and this isn't helping his case. Yeah, because he'll he'll text
0: you six times, and then the seventh text will be, I'll have you know that you are breaking the law right now, and I will have my attorney contact your attorney He's be uh, that until guy. you and I go on a he date. He
1: seems like also another guy that would sue someone about if there's not a second date and he paid for the first one, right? doesn't he? He seems like that kind of a-hole too. They'd be like, I'll show you, all right. Yeah. Ugh, Arnie T. Apis. And uh, finally here on the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast, as a recording of this particular episode, we are on the cusp of a billion-dollar mega-millions drawing later on this evening. Don't care, but go ahead. I'm going to buy tickets, but I know I'm not going to win. Buy tickets. I tickets. I know I'm not going to win. Yeah. But it brings up an interesting question from Ask Reddit that says: Your partner gives you fifty dollars to gamble. You happen to win hundred thousand dollars. How much do you give them? Your partner gives you fifty dollars. Says, "Hey, you go have fun. Go do what you want to do. You win a hundred thousand dollar jackpot. How much? Oh, how much do you then? How much are they owed?" How much do you give them? They gave you. They gave you the money. They Without, gave you the money. They didn't say, "Hey,
0: buy some tickets for me." They just said,
1: "No, this is just." And this uh, isn't. This is the Mega Millions. This is just gambling yeah, in general. Yeah, yeah, you, could, yeah. you could do it on sports betting. You can do it on a, on a slot machine. You can do it on the Mega Millions. You get fifty bucks. Here you go. You go. You go gamble. They don't say, "I need anything back." Just right. you go have fun with it. And you win a hundred grand. What do you need to give them back? The giver should expect nothing. The
0: winner. Nothing for the giver. Hang on. Okay. Okay. Should expect nothing. The winner, though. Okay. Out of decency, ought to cut you in for like, you know, 20, 25%.
1: I'm I'm with you. Yeah. I think there needs to be a substantial amount, rather than just the just the initial investment. It has to be plus that. Some other people said I'm torn. It was if it was me that won the money. Uh, also, I could not have won anything without the fifty dollars a play. So perhaps yeah. half would be agreeable. Sure. Yeah, if you want to go that high, uh, I would buy myself a Wrangler Sahara and let my guy have whatever is left over. Says one individual. Um, <laughs> that's a very oddly specific car that they would buy. It's all buy. I, I want. It's, it's all, all I, I Just want a Wrangler, life. Sahara.
0: Give me $100,000. I'll uh, buy my Wrangler, and then the rest goes to charity.
1: Uh, well, if it's your partner in life, then there's no need to give them any. Like the old saying goes, what's mine is yours, and what's yours is mine. That's the meaning well, of a true. life partner. If it's one of my buddies, I definitely split it 50-50, but I'm just not a greedy person. Uh, if it's a friend, give them half. If it's your wife, she'll probably spend all of it anyway, says somebody. I, I think it, if it's a good point was made, if it's your partner partner, like someone you're spending the rest of your life with they just spend it together right i mean i don't think they need Correct. to give you need to give a certain amount of it back i think you spend it together but if it is like somebody you work with or a coworker or a business partner and they give you 50 bucks i think then it gets a little yes. more kind of entangled i of wasn't what, i
0: wasn't considering the fact that it's a partner in in the sense of yeah it's there they're in a relationship they're married or
1: whatever they are um so like if it's a radio partner, like like for instance, let's say you give me ten bucks right. and say go nuts, do whatever you want to do, you know, bet on the ponies, bet whatever. And let's I say I hit the the daily double or whatever, I hit a trifecta mm-hmm. and I win five thousand bucks, right? Yeah, I think I need to give you at least at least I would say a grand of that, like twenty yeah. percent off the top, because but, I don't look, go and bet unless you give me the money. Correct. You and I get along, though. And, and, that's and, true. And there,
0: there's that kind of thing in there. Let's pretend it was Jim Leach. Oh God! Yeah, yeah that's that, Jim Leach like, gave me fifty bucks, which we never would. No, point. he would never give fifty yeah. bucks. Uh, he wouldn't give you fifty cents.
1: No, but uh, I say he would at least deserve a rundown copy of an old ELO album that I found <laughs> for fifty cents at a garage sale. <laughs> I would say, <laughs> right. here you go, sir. Here's yeah. here's, here's the least a, I could do. It's the least I could do in that yeah. particular situation. So you have to, you so. do have to weigh the... Uh, yeah. Uh, the, the kind of, is it a friend or is it an acquaintance? Exactly. And then you kind of... Or is it Jim Leach? Then, then, uh, the rules just change immediately. I love okay. the fact he's not going to know anything know. about this I because know. he's not going to listen to doesn't it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. It yeah. doesn't matter at all. The listeners aren't listening. No, they don't even care. Yeah. But they're, they're going to call in and be like, hey, Jim... By the way, if you are listening, call Jim one time and just tell him that Mike and Molson wouldn't give him any money if they won $100,000. See how he reacts. People would be listening if this was on the radio. But but it's it's far too good. It's far too good. Do you want to close it out? You
0: introed it. I feel like I close it out. Uh, And this is what it's like. This is is the kind of content uh, that is far too good to be on the radio. With Mike and Molson, subscribe, smash the like button. Be sure to use your ten percent off code at our Wine of the Week Club, and uh, and tell your friends to uh, download our podcast wherever you get cod podcasts. Cod codpasts. cod
1: <laughs> Can we also, finish now? Also, well, speaking of finishing, deflate that situation <laughs> with fifteen uh, percent off the Mike and Molson fleshlight. Find that at every adult <laughs> toy store near you.
0: Oh, don't go look that up.